episode 86 of I Said What I Said podcast. It's your girl, Jazz. Lauren Hill. I was going for Badu. Badu has dreads. I don't Locks. know nothing. Oh. She got kinky straight. She had kinky straight before the girls was calling it kinky straight. <laughs> but it's just yeah. Sasha. It's just me. And we are back. Hey, y'all. Back, back, back. Episode 86. And today is Tuesday. It is. Taco Tuesday, but I ain't have a taco. I ain't even eat yet. Something been going on with my body, y'all. <laughs> it's not good. It's really bad. I need to go to the doctor. I need to figure out what's going on. It's not COVID. COVID? Yeah, I'm going to start giving COVID different names. Corvette. Corvette. COVID. Caffeine. Vaccinated. Mm-mm. Girl, god damn it. Fascinating. How was your week? It's only Tuesday. I know. But we ain't been here for a little minute. Regular. That was by accident. We ain't that was that was on purpose by accident. It's not on purpose, who cares? What y'all gonna do? Mm-hmm. I know y'all love it. <laughs> That's gonna be a fucking thumbnail. I'm not doing a thumbnail. Okay. <laughs> what, more, what is it? Two minutes. Two thirty. Two thirty. We're not gonna remember two fifteen. Yeah, Let me yeah. write it. I'm writing notes. Thumbnail. I mean, it's we're giving. Back. We're gonna run it back. It's giving. Hey, our third member, Rocky. Please, the tiptoe tattoo. So your life has been life in retrograde has been retroing, Gatorating. The renegade. They said it started on October twenty seventh. No, September twenty seventh. What to say? They lied. It should start earlier than that. And they say it's supposed to end October 18th. They're going to lie again. It's probably going to last. Something the rest needs of to shift, and it needs to shift now. There's a lot of bullshit. It's a lot. It's a lot of bullshit. But, um. Shit. <laughs> what is Skedaddle's doing? This butt itch. Mm-hmm. You scooping? Mm-hmm. Get it, boy. All righty. What has been your song mood, music mood? Movie mood, show mood. I feel like it's just put. What's what's your creative mood? Murderers in the building. What on Hulu? What? Oh, it's a show. Murderers in the in our building. Bi- Murderers that live in our building. I don't know. It's on Hulu. But Selena Gomez stars in it. Um, Steve Martin, and then somebody Steve else. Steve Martin. Yeah. White man. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And I then something. Some, I forgot his name. The other guy, but he's there's. It's super funny. It's a really good show. And this um. Hulu exclusive. Okay. It's really good. It's funny. What if? Okay. It's like based off of um, like they they all listen to a murder podcast, and somebody was I murdered. Used to listen to yeah. Somebody was murdered in their building, so they're trying oh, to figure out. I heard out, about this yeah, show. Who, I heard about this. So they they started their own podcast trying to figure out who murdered the person in the murder? building. I don't know yet. It's just the new. I think the new episode. I can watch it tonight. Okay. Yeah, it's really good. So that's my mood. It's really good. Murder mystery and it's spooky season, so that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm really sad that Raising Canaan finished. Um, so that's been my mood. You know, some gang gang, chitty chitty bang bang, mm-hmm. pop them up, shoot them up, shoot them up, pow pow shit. Did, I don't think I need to elaborate. I ain't finish it. I think I got like two episodes. Yeah. Storyline. I feel like they did this one really well. It's gonna be another one. build up, yeah. Oh. And um, 
Your your boyfriend coming back? I think in November. Yes. Yes. Did you know he just turned twenty one? You know he just looked thirteen. Don't keep it. <laughs> not on condone that. That's not me, but he look good. Mm. Everybody need to be with their age group. I'm lying. <laughs> Do what you want. And as long as it's like legal and like morally, you know, right. Because that's kind of fucking weird. But I will I don't know if I said this the last podcast, but I'm absolutely in love with Seven Street as album. Oh, I love it. It's really I don't nice. think I said that. It's really nice. It is. It's grade A. Mm-hmm. It's grade A. It is a great job. Like last year, we got a lot of great music. This year, I don't mediocre. know. Very mediocre. Like our, our end of the year music recap, it's going to be kind of hard for me this year because nothing has been like calling to me with music. But this album mm-hmm. plays through. Oh my God. Every song hits. Every single song hits, even the the popish songs, mm-hmm. and she took. Oh, forever. that's the only one I didn't really like on the album. It, it's not my favorite, but yeah, I'm I not know. skipping it, and that says a lot. Oh, I don't. I I just it just. I, I don't know. I don't really think it's I pay bad. attention when I listen to yeah. it, but it's a groove. Like it's just sonically, everything was great. Mm-hmm. Writing, but she's a writer, so yep. And she she's took her time. Mm-hmm. She's like, I know people wanted me to bring this out. A lot of people had counted me out of the conversation when it came to the R and B girls, but. She's like, my bag is writing. Like, before anything, I'm a writer, before I'm an artist. Mm-hmm. And I knew when I was going to do my shit, I was going to take my time. Because 7th Street's album has been, well, I've been hearing them talk about it, for, I want to say, over five years now. The per- Which one? This album. We've oh, been, she's been talking yeah, about like, it I per- Me, oh, personally, okay. I've always been a fan, so I've been weighing on it for five years, because that mixtape slap. That sex on the ceiling mixtape with like the little that was little, like the, long, wasn't yeah. even a mixtape like that little EP yeah that was, that was good. years ago so this album I want to say like five years in the making but this shit just this shit hit that's nice. good happy for sis I hope uh, I feel like it's gonna be good though Galactor I feel like it's gonna be good she doesn't disappoint when it comes to music so I'm gonna give Shorty the benefit of the doubt I don't want to hear nothing about her personal life she's been doing good she's been doing good. She ain't said shit. That girl's annoying. She been doing good. That's why I don't follow her no more. I don't follow her on Instagram. Yeah, I stopped following her too. But ain't she, don't she got a new boyfriend? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just keep it off the gram. But you know what? You are you are obligated to show your relationship off if you want to. We ain't seen this baby. You know the girls found, his, found the goddamn boy. Of course they found him. Just by his fucking <laughs> silhouette. You ain't gotta see a face, y'all. All you need is tattoos. You can Social Hand media tattoos. FBI is sick. Social it's media is scary. It's disgusting, bro. It's nasty. It's very scary. You could put a nigga middle index, like his index and finger, and they're gonna know exactly who it is. It's scary. So, I mean, good luck to you, sis. Good luck to you. We got some good news, y'all. I see you players. Um, we got two this week. The second one, you will have to explain to mm-hmm. me. I will. Thank you. Because I was shocked. Not bad. Not like that. It's like wow. Yeah, like a wow. But uh, first one, um, Atlanta rapper Gunna opened up a free grocery store at his old middle school. It offers food, clothes, hygiene products for the students in need. And I think that is so fucking dope. Should have fucking been. Not him. Not him. But it should have been a practice. Yeah, it should have. It should have been like the only school that I know to like really. Take in like economic, yeah. Um, Westside High School Mm -hmm. in New York, they put in a laundry mat, 
um, a free laundry mat so kids can wash um, their uniforms and come to school clean. They have a bank in there where the students work as the tellers and they do finance classes and stuff like that. They have a grocery, like a pantry store mm-hmm. where you can get groceries. So it's this is not a concept that he made up, but I'm glad to see that oh, a he, lot yeah, more schools uh-huh. are bringing it together. And the fact that he went back to his middle school. So I like that he's even starting now because the school I'm talking about is a high school. Mm-hmm. Like just giving economic growth to impoverished neighborhoods, having kids get financial literacy, mm-hmm. which that should be a requirement. I don't go, you want to put your little, your math, your Englishes, your sciences, this, that, that, that's good and fine. Financial literacy needs to be taught at a young age in everybody's yeah. schools, not just the white schools and not just the elective. But, you know, I'm glad to see that someone is taking the initiative to like teach the kitty some shit because this is dope. Mm-hmm. You don't know, maybe kids... De- I know a lot of kids with the realm of work that I do, their meals are only at school. Mm-hmm. And that sucks. Because you're going to tell a kid they need to be at school by 7 o'clock in the morning and they need to, to get concentrating. Breakfast. No, but before that, to even get breakfast. Oh, like yeah, Before, yeah. But mm-hmm. you need to concentrate, but you worried about what you're going to eat for the rest of the day because you're hungry. Like mm-hmm. This is just a dope initiative. It shows independence for our, our black star. Mm-hmm. So, shout out to Gunna. That is so nice. That's my guy. Um, I was on... Tiki Top today. Of course. And then this girl was like, people want to know, like, where is Jay Versace? You know, because he doesn't post, you know, he has, he stopped the content that, you know, he you know, started with because he was from Vine. Yes. And then Instagram, he did He's all hilarious. like that hilarious. funny stuff or whatever, but he stopped doing it. And it was because he now is a producer. Ooh. And he has produced on um, Little Yachty. Oh, Jay Versace um, does music. He's a music, music producer. Tyler the Creator. Mm-hmm. He and was then on this, that album. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then this other artist, I can't remember her name, but he has been he has been the music producer for those three. And then I actually, when she said that, I went to his Instagram page, and the last like funny like you know haha Jay Versace content was like I think 2020 and it was like one video mm-hmm. and that was like it but now I was like okay I didn't notice but she said that you know he is taking a you know his t- taking his platform and taking you know well you know what shout out to the rebrand mm-hmm. shout re-brand. out to the rebrand I wanna I'm gonna go and look at more songs if you, that and done. if you go look at his pro like his profile too you like you know he was always like you know like the Bright clothes, you know, everything. It's just like he's in his rebrand, like in his zone. What if like, I like the songs he produced? Oh, you listen to Lil Yachty? I've had some Lil Yachty songs that I've listened to. But I mean, I like Lil No, Yachty, but just the uh, fact that he produced on Tyler the Creator. And I like album, his whole thing, so it was good. That Tyler mm-hmm. Creator, and that's it's in the talks for album of the year, so that's dope. Mm-hmm. Shout out to the rebrand. Sometimes you just got. Do what you do and start it over. Creativity. Mm-hmm. I, I, I'm, I'm here for I'm anybody like, wow. getting in there real... Like, he's creative, of course, because mm-hmm. he was doing skits. Funny as shit. That video with him eating is still funny. Oh, as my God, yeah. He's tearing up brunch, but... You know what? <laughs> sorry, yes. I ain't mad, Mr. Producer. Go ahead, mm-hmm. hit maker. I see you. I was I was wondering where Jay Versace was for a minute. And I, when, she, when I saw her at the yeah. TikTok, I'm like, yeah, where the fuck? Cause, and then, like, and I look at it, I would really expect... To see him a lot on TikTok. You know what I'm saying? Like how Oh, that's it, his bag. 
You know what TikTok I'm saying? Would be, yeah, yeah, but TikTok I, would be I, I realized but you know what? I had that's not his bag if he's it, producing. Right. And that's why I was like, wow. Like, I realized it. I'm like, damn. Like, yeah, TikTok would be his, it definitely yeah. would be his brand. But you know what? Some I'm, shit get old sometimes. So he been doing it since Vine. But maybe he knew he was funny. Let me use that as my platform to catapult what I really want to do. Mm-hmm. That's some dope and shit. And then link up with the people that he, uh, hell yeah, because you're working with, with you working with people, you're working with big names, baby. Especially Lil Yanni. And Lil Yanni's good at, um, yeah, the little boats. They don't play with him. His, his fans. That's what they call. Yeah, because he called himself Little Boat, so I'm going to assume he called his fans the boats. Hmm. Or the life rafts. Or the swimmers. Yeah. Little boats. The goggles? The, the swim caps. <laughs> Chloe. <laughs> they better know how to swim. Shit. Mm-hmm. That's what's up. I see you, player. I see you, players. So, two mu- we got some music happening and some positive aspects within music. I like that shit because you know, music makes me happy. You know, I ain't really see no celeb BS. It's shit, but I feel like it's old. What? The shit that we ain't really talk about. I um, do want to ask. Mm-hmm. Oh, God. No, not necessarily. Okay. I ain't scared of nothing. Would you, if you had the, 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 fi- the, the financial freedom, the yes. funds, would you... Purchase your boyfriend 28.8 acres of land. Yes. Your boyfriend. Yes. Why? Because, first of all, because I know where this is coming from. So, marriage, let me start by saying that when you want to invest in someone, mm-hmm. you're going to do it regardless of relationship status. And I know um, <laughs> that 28.8 mm-hmm. came from a girlfriend aspect and people are saying you shouldn't be doing wife duties when you're a girlfriend. But um, that's all, all circumstantial. I've been saying that word. Since, like, <laughs> since Sunday a lot. And shout out shout out to the good fellas. Oh, we, yes. we was on there for a part two. Slippery slope. Let me tell you something. Check it out. That episode is fucking hilarious. We we weren't yelling this time, so that was great. Mm-hmm. Yo, conversation is always elite when we go over there. So shout out to them. Um do what y'all want. But okay, so then let me counteract with this. I would personally, if I saw a future and I felt secure within my place in mm-hmm. that relationship of being a girlfriend, and I know that this 28.8 acres is something that speaks to one, something I know my man is going to want, mm-hmm. speak to, you know, investing in something for him and giving him something that I wouldn't think anybody else gave right. him some land. So I would like that aspect. So I don't have a problem with it mm-hmm. on any standpoint, if that's what you want to do. But what about when we talk about girls talk about investing me? Give me money for my hair shop. Mm-hmm. Um, there, who was it? Um, Ming Lee had $300 and moved down to Atlanta and she met her nigga and he invested in her whole entire business. She said, what, three or $500, something around there. I could be, I could hey, be captive. you go? She moved to Atlanta with like three to $500. She met a guy. He saw potential in her. They fell in love. He invested in her whole entire business. Now she's a she's a millionaire. She's a multimillionaire. That wasn't no, wasn't her husband. I don't think she's married. They're not together no more. Them two? Mm-hmm. Well, he invested in her. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure he ain't asking for his money back. Mm-hmm. 
she could give it to him times ten so. probably. <laughs> I see videos all the time, and everybody be on Twitter and be like, "It's so cute." Uh, my boyfriend bought me a hair salon. He invested in a studio for me to do makeup. We see those videos, and no one's telling him, "Don't do that, King. You ain't a husband yet." So why y'all mad at Ari for giving Moneybag Gill his 28.8 acres? What is she going to give a nigga that can buy himself everything? Mm-hmm. I think it was a dope gesture. Even if they don't stay together, which, you know, it's rare because celebrity couples, they seem to have somewhat of an expiration mm-hmm. date sometimes. She felt like that was what he would want. She got him something that he could definitely use on a different level. He could do a multitude of things with that. Build a house put a business, put a couple businesses, invest in something, like keep it in the family for generational wealth that might not even be just a gift for mm-hmm. him. Shit, she might use it. So because she's not his wife, she shouldn't have done it. And when she start a clothing line or she wants to do a hairline or she wants to um, produce a show or something like that, the first thing y'all gonna say is, why didn't you have your boyfriend in front of because he's rich? <laughs> what are y'all talking about? I'll wait for that to be done. Like, and maybe she content not doing shit, but she got her nigga something nice. I heard he made a joke like, yo, I'm turning 30, you shouldn't have made it 30. That's it? Of land. He's only turning 30? Mm-hmm. He only turned 30. Oh. Really? I mean, I thought it. You said it. Yeah, he's a, he's only 30. Ew. Why? <laughs> You say ill to the age or ill to because he don't look 30. He does not look 30. I know. I know. He looks like a snail. No. 36. Uh, I would say 38. He definitely looks older than Future. Future's like 37. Oh, my God. He's definitely, he definitely could be 42. Damn. I'm older than him. I'm just shocked. He, he doesn't age well. He's not aging well. Black sometimes cracks. I love money bags though. Got a little swag. Beautiful. She says she's beautiful. Yeah, but don't like let people do what they want to do in their relationship. Which I wouldn't. I would. I'm not knocking her. I didn't say, girl, you. Stupid. Well, you wouldn't because you would. Okay, why wouldn't you? Just something like if if I like had like the financial means and like it didn't like. You know, of course, like you know, break my you know, break my pockets or yeah, whatever. But, you said yeah. money. but I mean, I guess I would really, really, really like have like you know what I'm saying, like have to know, like yeah, like this, you know what I'm saying, like this is my nigga or whatever. I just I don't I don't know. I just but you don't even know if that's your nigga when y'all get married. Let's be real. Every every level, there's a certain amount of security. In the stages of relationships. Mm-hmm. But even marriage, just because you're married, don't mean automatically, well, that's it, it's mine, da da da, everything's mm-hmm. good, we'll be together forever, because then divorce wouldn't exist. So it's like everything is somewhat of a risk. Now, I'm not telling you to do no risk that you can't afford. Right. Don't try to impress nobody. And sometimes some people just wouldn't think to get their nigga land. land. You know, like to get them land. Like, I think I might have like maybe put an investment portfolio together for him before mm-hmm. I would have thought of land. But that's something that I would want to. I would make sure that I know what I'm doing with that because I want to make sure that. Or I, I would have to myself. like. I would have to like previously like hear him like, you know, talk about oh I want to 
He probably talking about opening up a business. So she's like, well, let me just yeah, give him the land. land. He could so he don't have to rent there. nothing. He right. could outright own it. It's a dope gift, especially because what do you get a multimillionaire? Right. And she did say that. She's like, y'all complain about what we get every year, every Christmas, and I buy him land, and y'all still not happy. It really ain't for us to be happy. It's not about us to be happy. It's about you doing what you want to do, sis, and you did. So keep doing it. Like, yeah, I, I saw the main argument a lot of people saying, well, she's not a wife. And that's something that a wife should do. I can't tell nobody to doing what what to do and what not to do in their relationship. Mm-hmm. Because y'all talking about the standards of a wife. Y'all not telling niggas not to invest in women. Honestly, I probably like I probably wouldn't like wouldn't know. Like Yeah, I think I think the aspect of getting somebody land as a gift would probably go over my head. Like it just I wouldn't yeah, think it about would go it. Over mine. Like I wouldn't just think about it. But as we get older, you try to think of more creative, more meaningful ways to give gifts. Mm-hmm. I think that shit was dope. I thought it was dope too. Fuck if that's just his girlfriend, so what? Mm-hmm. He bought her a lamb truck. That's gonna dep- that depreciates as soon as you drive it off the fucking lot. Is it already forty? Now need to mind your business. But that was something that I did see. Um. Britney Spears is on her way to being free. She, it, the free Britney movement, y'all okay. showed out. I say y'all like I wasn't on that. I did say free Britney. And Dancing with the Stars had a Britney night. They need last to. Last night. And they danced to all Britney music. I said, that is nice. I like when they do themes like that. Mm-hmm. Is Iman still on there? I don't watch. I, re- I don't like. Okay, I, just I watched like, the first episode with Burl and I saw him mm-hmm. on there. And I'm like, for a s- almost seven foot tall nigga, he, he could move. Mm-hmm. But that's Tiana. She knows she coaching him offline. Like, he'll go and do practice with his dance partner, and she probably mm-hmm. make him go home, and they dance in their sweatpants together and have sex. I like, she ain't putting, I ain't seen her say nothing. She can't because she can't be coaching him. But know that he left or something. I gotta look. Nah, because she would have told, she would have cursed the judges out. Like, she did the first time. I ain't got my nigga up here. She Tiana can't judge she, don't play, she don't play about Iman. She don't play about that man. But I'm happy um, for Britney. You can tell she's, like, getting a little bit free because she even, like, posting nudies. Nudie? On her Instagram, she'll have like the pink flowers coming up. Let me. She just like she is. She is feeling herself, and I'm so happy for her. I think the mental cage that she was in with this whole conservatorship nonsense, not being able to create where she wants to create, and you know perform the way she wants to perform. I think that really plays a part on your Mm -hmm. mentality to to a certain extent. And like I said, just because she's been diagnosed, just because she probably does live with a mental illness doesn't mean that she's not her own fucking person and her mm-hmm. own entity. She has, and Britney Spears has enough money trial and error with mm-hmm. meds, trial and error with surround herself with people mm-hmm. that are good around her. So, let that woman at least have a chance to have some semblance of a life. It's mm-hmm. never gonna be normal. She's a fucking megastar. That's out the window. But at least let her be in control. Free. Let her, like, let her be Just in because fucking control. Like, a it. mental illness doesn't make you like you're not like like you're not feasible. Like you can't take care of yourself. There's some people that can't, but she's I don't believe she's one of them. Mm-hmm. And her dad came out and made some statement. I ain't reading nothing that motherfucker's saying because he's evil. He's like father. denying. He's evil. But he got suspended from it, so Boy, you're evil. I did see something a while back saying that she's recently engaged. Yes. And I don't girl, even know how she met this goddamn man, but he's been there for a while. Okay, so you agree with what the girls are saying? That she needs to Strap up and get that um that prenup before this man uses her and takes her money. That was something I saw. I seen that too, but 
I don't know. I don't even I know. I think who, it's because nobody really knows who he is. Who he is? So nobody he knows. A little, uh, yeah, he's been. In people that have damn, taken advantage mm-hmm. of her in the past, so they're they're clearly she's everybody smart, puts mm-hmm. Britney right under their bosom. Mm-hmm. She's everybody's favorite white girl, so they're like, nah, we're not about to have you play with Britney, even if she doesn't put, um, doesn't hold into some type of prenup. I don't know. I think anybody needs to protect themselves. Anybody. anybody. Like, anybody. If you Britney Spears, anybody. Like, I don't give a fuck if you only had $10. Protect that goddamn $10. And if we're being honest, but the thing is, prenups, everybody thinks, oh, well, if you're rich, you need a prenup. That's not true. Mm-mm. Those are usually the people that can afford for their spouse to walk away with half. Yep. Like, everybody's mad at Jeff Bezos' wife for walking away with how much money she walked she away with. It. That motherfucker ain't blink an eye because he knows his net worth. Exactly. He knows what she contributed to him being the richest mm-hmm. man in the fucking planet. Mm-hmm. So that's why they don't even have to say shit. Mm-hmm. A motherfucker like me with lesser finances, mm-hmm. way lesser finances mm-hmm. than the people we're talking about, I would probably, it would be more beneficial for me to go into a marriage with a prenup mm-hmm. because I have way more to lose because I have less assets. Mm-hmm. So prenups, a lot more rich people because they're business not minded, they utilize it, but prenups are for us. Them com- mm-hmm. us common folk, we need to look into that. You know, maybe a prenup puts a little bit of a unrealistic expectation. You don't want to walk in there with that mm-hmm. mindset in your marriage, but there's nothing wrong with protecting yourself even in marriage. Shit happens. Mm-hmm. You talking about being with somebody forever. Forever ain't forever, and love is not con- unconditional. According to, to her, he's been her safe space. So and listen, baby, mm-hmm. just don't get God for it. Just hope she has some good people still left around her because clearly she hasn't had a lot of good people around her mm-hmm. in this whole time since we, with this whole free Britney movement and Iggy, everything. Iggy, too. Iggy been good to her. Who? Iggy, <laughs> they friends. Yes. And Paris Hilton, so. Oh, Lord. She just got happy, too. Ain't she pregnant? Did she have the baby? The sister had a baby. Ain't pa- Paris is pregnant. Mary. I think she just got engaged. I think she's pregnant. For real? Don't quote me on shit. I gotta figure out now. Yeah, I think Paris Hilton is pregnant. Hmm. Is Paris Hilton pregnant? Don't say shit about Instagram. <laughs> How did you feel yesterday about the um social media blogger? Girl, I didn't care. I'm not gonna hold you. I saw something was funny. I saw um a tweet that sat there and said when um. I saw a tweet that said there and said when you um restart your phone and keep going in and out of Wi-Fi. <laughs> I see that. Somebody, I see your Twitter. Somebody was like, oh, Lord, I just keep going in and out of Wi-Fi. I called Verizon saying my Wi-Fi was fucked up. 611 on, for T-Mobile was probably blowing the fuck Blowing up. the fuck Then up. I was like, every, then you see all them fucking tweets. Is Instagram down? Is Instagram down? Is Instagram down? I'm like, oh, that's what it is. Because I know. I pay my Xfinity. Girl, I thought it was just, I thought at first, because my, my job don't really have service, I'm like, oh, it's just shitty fucking service. I but thought that too, because TikTok was low in, yeah, TikTok was low in Twitter, but then everybody was like, Facebook and all of them. Instagram down. was uh, down again. Oh. Is she? No. Oh. It's probably coming. She said she wants kids. Well, she just married. Well, protect yourself. Protect your funds. Protect yeah. what? And protect your peace. Sometimes a social media blackout is kind of needed. I ain't gonna hold you like it was. It was WhatsApp, Instagram, and Facebook. Oh, this WhatsApp. white lady came out having a whole fucking sixty-minute interview on a Monday morning, talking about 
spilling all Facebook's tea and all their secrets about how they target young people, specifically how they their algorithms are targeted to cause more harm and self-esteem in people and you what believe they it? do. Yeah. I believe it too. Yeah, I mean, she's not lying. She came, it was very random Where, for her to come uh, out with it. And she had a whole entire interview. She used to work for Facebook and then she, I think she quit last year. Mm-hmm. And then she came out yesterday with the whole shutdown and just like spilled the tea on all the shit when it comes to who they target, why they target certain young people with certain rhetoric and ads and shit like that. And she's saying they're pretty much, they make their social media detrimental just for monetary gain. But I don't, it's not that we didn't know that. Mm-hmm. People don't be giving a fuck about that because they're addicted. The amount, the way that them, those three apps being down really sat there and made a whole stir. Yeah, they were down on Facebook. People love Facebook. I don't they love the Facebook. Every time I get on there, and people our age though, they I love. I just be on there like I when I like when I find, and I go on there and I just be catching. I be like, what the? Fuck? I've gotten a lot of traction and and work makeup wise through Facebook. That is another reason why I'm gonna have to keep it up mm-hmm. and, and family. Other than that, I would not have Facebook and WhatsApp. <laughs> WhatsApp, I, everything is muted on there. I just it's family group chats. It's mm-hmm. annoying as hell. I'm so happy that shit was fucking clocked out. Facebook, that was good and good and fine too. But I've gained a lot of clients through Facebook, so I can't really be mad at mm-hmm. it. But Facebook is gutter ball trash. <laughs> it's ignorant as fuck. It is, it is where you want to go when you do not want to grow. Mm-mm. Facebook is where you go to stay ignorant as fuck. It's I sad. feel like Facebook is is stuck in time. It's I don't know what year though. It's, I don't know. It's what literally year. it's I, it's 2015, 16. Maybe past un, young, under than that, like 18, 14. It's just stuck, and it's just like it's just stuck. It's nasty. And then they got like the sector with all the Caribbean aunties that I be on, and all the they got Caribbean Facebook. Mm-hmm. It's bad. It's so ignorant. <laughs> it's terrible. You see the worst the shit that would never be tolerated uh-huh. over here in America. They got all that shit up there. It's disgusting. My mother. How do you get to Caribbean Facebook? You gotta have Caribbean people. Oh, when this shit. Oh, I hate them. They get in my fucking nerves. Like my mother argued me down. Like I'm like, you on Facebook every day? No, I don't. I'm like, you might not be active. You might not be posting. You might not be. But she's saying shit. But you're sharing videos. (laughs) You're on Facebook. You see everything that I post as soon as I post it, and that's very random. Like. You're on Facebook every day. You check your social media every day. She doesn't get it because she's older. She got back. She got into it like when she got back into Facebook in her fifties. Like she's sixty three. But baby girl, it's part of your routine now. <laughs> it, it's cool. I'm, I'm I check my Facebook all the time. Mm-hmm. Now I Instagram, Twitter. I might You're go on part- Facebook like three times a week. I, don't go, on I go on every lot. day so I could go and promote myself. But you, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I listen. I ain't mad. Two clients today because of Facebook. So it's good on that aspect, but yeah, it's it's bad. I'm glad that y'all was going through it. Go on YouTube. The people said my you know what work? Microsoft Excel. Go do that people job. <laughs> the fun oh, I love yeah. the jokes I was getting on Twitter, but then everybody so happened to find out their Twitter passwords um that they forgot for the past three or four years. And that shit almost crashed, so the girls was gonna be fucked yeah, up. Yeah, I'm like, y'all better not fucking. And you know what's so sad? Everybody couldn't go on Facebook, Instagram, and fucking WhatsApp, and Snapchat still didn't pop back up. The girls still not going no. back on there. It's like, what's the point? Mm-mm. Come on to Twitter. Let's let's come get these jokes. I know y'all don't know how to tweet. Like it was hard. Right. Oh my god, 
scared me. I've been hearing Oh my goodness. But yeah, that was yesterday, majority of the day. You watching the Super Bowl halftime? Who who's on? Um, Dr. Dre, Snoop Dogg, Eminem, probably Mary J. Blige. I'm missing somebody. But it's gonna be The Weekend? No. Oh. It's gonna be I think it's the first ever all hip hop halftime show. I'm gonna watch. I'm gonna watch. Who's it. in the Super Bowl? Oh, it didn't even end. Mm-mm, oh. <laughs> like ways to go on that. Uh, we ain't gonna know till like January, February, right? February. Yeah, probably end of January. Yeah, I'm gonna watch it. it. I'm here for it. I'm here for it. Like, girl, I was listening to this other podcast. They Maybe was upset. The cheapest. Uh, what do you think it is the price for the cheapest seats for to go to the Super Bowl? Six thousand. That's good. That's exactly where it was. Six thousand. That's where the prices start at. I'm not and then, like the most expensive tickets. I think I don't know the skybox tickets, but the most expensive tickets closest to the field are probably like twenty thousand. But are people like members? They're probably season whole members where you probably get a discount. But if you pay fifteen hundred for tickets on a regular game, like for really really good seats, thousands of dollars, like a thousand dollars, fifteen hundred, two thousand dollars for a regular game, and the cheapest seats are six thousand. I want to know what kind of discount they even give it in. Oh, I said, I thought I said 600. I said 6,000. You said 6,000 and you were right. You didn't say 600. <laughs> you didn't say 600. Because I thought I heard you say 1,500 for like close to the uh... 20,000. Oh, hell no. Yeah. But I heard. I guess that's how you have to have to pay for the artist. That's what that ain't. Niggas would do it. That's not my thing. I got it. I'm going to do it. I would love to experience the Super Bowl, and I would also love to somebody else's dime. Yes, I would also love to experience NBA All Star. I would love it. But okay, so yeah, that was another thing. All Star Weekend supposedly this year falls on the same weekend as the Super Bowl. That can't be right. They're gonna have to put some. They're definitely gonna push back All Star. Most likely. Yeah, they're gonna. Wait, ain't all-star. Girl, none of them get fucking vaccinated and they ain't gonna fucking have no goddamn all-star. Majority of them are. I know there was a uh, a report about this basketball player for the Warriors. Oh, I saw he that his religion. He tried to play for religious beliefs, but it was denied and he had to get vaccinated. Mm-hmm. He said he did it anyway. Yeah. He ain't put up a fuss or a fight. He want to play. He just wanted to play. At home, y'all know. Shit to pay for. The local New Jersey homeboy was gonna get fined $381,000 if he don't fucking um, get the fucking shot. Oh, Mr. Kyrie Irving. You know, he's not for the shits. I heard he's not doing it. <laughs> he said he's not. He and that's he and he and he doesn't probably doesn't care. So but he can't okay, so, so that Brooklyn, means, y'all not going to the finals. So that means you get fined and he can't play. Yeah. So wait a minute, so what was the whole hoopla? Is LeBron vaccinated? What was the whole bullshit about him then? I didn't hear about LeBron. Some on the ladies on the view, I think like LeBron was basically saying he wasn't. He wasn't forcing people. He was like, "Do what the fuck you want to do," and they was upset. So I don't. Is he back? So he must be vaccinated then, because he played, the right? View. That shit just. They're older and they're just. They're just very conservative, but it's not. That's not my man. I never watched the View. I caught it. Star Jones was on the View, right? Uh uh-uh. uh Whoopi. I didn't see her. I didn't see Star what Star. Jones. No, what show was Star Jones on? I don't know. No, we talking about the talk. I think the Whoopi Goldberg is the talk. No, Whoopi is the View, and the talk is um. That was the one with Cheryl Osbourne. Oh, and um, Cheryl Underwood. Cheryl Underwood. I don't okay, know. Star I, Jones. Might no, be she on the View a long time ago. Okay. I don't think she's on there anymore. No, uh-uh, she's not on there no more. That's but, she, um, 
I do believe with LeBron. I don't know why. Listen, if motherfuckers are willing to risk their career, if their standpoints and their beliefs um, speak to not getting vaccinated and that's what Kyrie Irving wants to do, he's going to be letting down millions of motherfuckers that look forward to seeing him play. But if he really believes that he does not want to get vaccinated for his own personal reasons, then it is what it is. We ain't going to see him play. I don't think that the I don't think that the Nets should switch around their rules for him. And I love watching Kyrie Irving mm-hmm. play, but I don't believe that they should put any exemptions on him. Do what the fuck you got to do. And mm-hmm. if you don't want to, then it is what it is. Like I don't know why anybody's mad at LeBron for that take. Let people do what they, they feel like. Do. They feel like he, he should force him. No, no, no. I just they they put first of all the people a lot of people remember celebrities, basketball players, whoever they are, they're fucking human too. Right. And you Y'all can't have sit beliefs. here. They have beliefs. They have beliefs. And you can't sit here and just because he has a million and one whatever fans, you can't make him the face for everybody. You know what I'm saying? Like, who yes. is he? Who is he? Why is it LeBron's responsibility to be like, yes, y'all have to get vaccinated? No, because he respects his supporters. He respects his fans. He's going to tell you do what's best for you and your family, like how me and my wife are making decisions that is best for me and my family. I want you to do the same. Yeah. Because, and I just, I don't like that they try to sit there and they try to force, you know, celebrities or influencers or whatever to sit here and have to be the face, you know what I'm saying, for for everything, and then they don't. Well, that's why I appreciate the celebrities that sit there and they say straight up, I'm not a role, I don't have to be a role model. Mm-hmm. I don't have to sit here and necessarily tell people what to do yes lebron's voice reaches it has a weight it holds a certain it holds a a certain amount of weight that's that catapults it's beautiful majority of people are going to listen to him because he is admired but that's not his fucking job like we said that is not his job to Mm -hmm. tell anybody to do especially when it comes to making decisions for people's personal health in their life people gonna do what they want to do fucking regardless Mm -hmm. so it's not it's not his responsibility they're probably just trying to... A lot of... Uh, what I was watching with The View today, a lot of them just... They don't even believe the shit that they believe. I think they no. just literally just be having conversations Talking. to keep keep um, keep um the TV going. And that's why they got a... They get a lot of controversial hot takes. Mm-hmm. But they got a... You know, they, they crowd old as fuck. Mm-hmm. Old, middle-aged, conservative white oh. bitches. The Karens love y'all. But... What else? On a celeb front... um. Speaking of um, daytime talk, did you see um, Nicki Minaj's? Yeah, I watched it. Um, I watched it. Husbands, let me see if I have it up here because I did have another list that has started a minute. Jennifer Hugh goes on the reel to discuss alleged harassment from Nicki Minaj and Kenneth Perry Petty. Petty is his name, due to former rape allegations. I did watch um, the clips that were on the shade room. I didn't watch the whole thing. I watched the whole thing. Uh, I don't. I do believe that Nicki Minaj is using her influence to intimidate this mm-hmm. young woman to shut the fuck up. Mm-hmm. Um, I really don't understand why she is though, because the only thing I've heard. This young woman say is that Nicki Minaj and her husband are harassing me. Mm-hmm. I didn't hear her trying to sell this story, pass around this story anywhere else. So I don't really know what the harassment or the intimidation is coming from. Does she not? 
are they harassing her just in case she comes and says something? Or maybe I'm missing something. Maybe she was talking to publications, not giving it no fucking excuse. I think ever, I think she, I think when she like when, I do believe like when she first initially like spoke out about it. And I guess you know, like it was like rumbles. I don't even think she even said something. I think somebody. That's what I'm saying. I think somebody. I think it was a family member or somebody put it out there. But that's not her. So why the fuck are you intimidating? And then I, I, I feel like somebody put it out there. I don't think. I don't think it was her. I don't unless you know people be in the courts. You know, in the system, not mind their motherfucking business. And then somebody tells somebody something. I don't know, but I don't think she originally. That's what I'm saying. I never heard this girl even mm-hmm. tell this story. I still we don't still don't know the ins and outs of the actual details of what happened. We do know that he was convicted. Mm-hmm. He did his time. That's been fine. Nicki Minaj, let me let me let me say this. Let me say this. If you want to sit here and forgive your past transgressions for the nigga that you with, you go ahead and do that. But when you're gonna sit there and use your influence and your leverage and threaten somebody that it was found mm-hmm. that your man, regardless of the fact. If this was when he was really young and he's changed his ways, quote unquote, he ain't he's like learned. He got 50 love no, mug shots. Baby, you see these quotes. <laughs> these shits mean something. Let's say he's changed. You believe he's a better man. Why the fuck would you re-traumatize, re-victimize this woman on behalf of your man? Because you believe he's a better person? But she had a different experience with him. He violated her. And I don't have to say alleged because the man served time for it. I don't care about his age. I don't care about him being young and him being 16. He violated somebody else. I don't give a fuck if they're the same age. He got trialed. He got convicted. And he did time. So why would you re-traumatize somebody on behalf of your man? Let me tell you something. That ride or die shit is nasty when it comes on that level of sitting there and hurting somebody else. You don't have to be a ride or die in this format. Why are you mm-hmm. Why are you intimidating anybody on behalf Driving, of who? Trying to fly the girl out. Talk mm-hmm. to her. You think I'm going to trust you? You got mad money. Why? Because you're Nicki Minaj. That don't mean shit. I'm, with, I'm, I'm right with Shorty. I'm not talking to you, and I would never meet with you. You got enough money to make me disappear. She just wanted to have a fucking life that she wanted a regular fucking life. Her life was... Her life was taken from Stop her. Stop talking yeah, to me. When it fucking happened and... She's a survivor. Mm-hmm. Why would you want to bring her back into a victim status? And as a woman, I, listen, you going to stick beside that nasty ass nigga. That's what you want to do. That's your husband. That's the father of your child. Mm-hmm. He's done. This is not his... And first of all, this is not his first sexual offense. That's something else you need to look into yourself. But you married the nasty nigga. But what you're not going to do is hurt somebody else in the process of being a ride or die and holding your man down. What the fuck are you doing? So when, so when, when your baby get older and your son reads up on shit, like... Or ask daddy, why can't daddy go to Disney World with us? What the fuck you going to say? Gonna be, or why daddy can't take me to school? Why your daddy... He's why? still a sex offender, right? Yes. A registered sex offender? That's why he had a... He, they tried to skip, skip she to go made, somewhere She else. made her decision. She made her bed. She going to lay in it. But that's nasty. That's nasty. Why are you trying to re-traumatize this woman? Mm-hmm. And don't say the nigga ain't do it. Because he did. It's right there. Mm-hmm. I don't give a fuck about age. Yeah, you were young. Yes, you may have... You may have learned. You may have realized that what you did was wrong. You may be remorseful. But this does not speak to that. Mm-hmm. 
This is still you violating somebody. This is still you using nasty influence, taking away someone's power like you did when you was fucking 16 and you violated that girl. So that shows to me that you have not learned. You have not changed. And Nikki, you have a nasty ass record of really sitting there and sticking besides nasty ass niggas. You have a bad track record with really believing and, and, and really trying to like hurt the victims in situations by men that are close to you. You need to really look into that. She got my motherfucking nerves, yo. My motherfucking nerves. I believe that girl, and I, I hope she finds some solace and some peace. And I'm glad she came out on the on, on talk and said something. Now, maybe y'all will stop fucking bothering me because now it's out there. Mm-hmm. This is what you're doing. Leave me alone. She just wants to be left alone. Mm-hmm. She could have took your money and still talked. Mm-hmm, but she didn't. She didn't even take the money. She just wants y'all to leave her the fuck alone. The fuck? Oh. Nikki, you pick. Mm, mm. Rip you from the center of this pepper. Mm. Mm. All right. The breakdown. The break breakdown. Yeah, we gotta get sound effects because that hurt. That hurt my throat. Let's get to it. At what point would you say, okay, it's time for me to date outside of my culture? Like, at what point? <sighs> would you say <laughs> I need to try to date out a uh, date outside of my culture? And that's why I said I definitely wanted to talk about this because um, when I was on um, when I was on vacation, <sighs> Brienne was playing a clip mm-hmm. of this woman that was pretty much it was like a ten minute video, but to sum it up, she pretty much said. I want black women to not feel guilty if they step outside of their culture and step outside of their race Mm -hmm. to um, find happiness and companionship. And I feel like a lot of black women have necessarily thought about it, Mm -hmm. um, have felt some type of guilt, have been made to feel guilty Mm -hmm. for stepping outside of their race. And she's just like, nah, like realistically, for the way that life is going, Black men and black women, if you put in the factors of them not having the same relationship aspects and mm-hmm. goals, of not being raised on the same standpoint when it comes to relationships, like women are, it's been ingrained in us that we need to be monogamous in our relationships. Mm-hmm. We need to cater this, then a third. Anything other than that is outside of our norm. Men have been necessarily taught to provide as opposed to on a financial mm-hmm. level, as opposed to an emotional level. So our relationship types don't mesh. Mm-hmm. And you get into different sexual orientations mm-hmm. and on top of that, incarceration and on top of like all the other factors. It's not realistic mm-hmm. that there's enough black men out here in this world for us. So we should not feel guilty if we have thoughts of wanting to venture out into other races and dealing with other cultures. Right. Like our friend, I'm not going to say her name because she might not want everybody to know. Like when she asked us, will we judge her if she um, was in a relationship with a white man? And we was like, no. Mm-mm. Wait, what she I can't say the damn girl name. I know her? Yes. Of course I do. I think I know her. Yes. Okay, yeah, I know you're talking about. You're only one person. I would, no. And I'd be making fun of her. <laughs> Cause I like making fun of white people, but no, if sh- I don't, 
I come out here very strong-hearted in my rhetoric with calling white people on their bullshit. Mm-hmm. I'm not afraid to do that. I like making them uncomfortable because mm-hmm. they have made our lives living hells. I do mm-hmm. it for I do it for the people before me. Mm-hmm. Th- that's just me. But I would never write off necessarily anybody being with somebody because they were with a white person. As long as that person treats you right, does not, they're an ally to you mm-hmm. in whatever form you want them to be an ally to you for. Because we have black people that are not even allies mm-hmm. to black people. So if they're allied to you in whatever form that you want to do and you're happy, that's good and fine. I'm not gonna make fun of you for being with no, for no with with a white person. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna judge you for being with a white person. But um, I say the time is now. What? The time is now. For what? When it the time is now. When it's okay to date. Oh, I think now. It, I think any time is okay. Any time, like it's any time. Any time. It is what it is. As like, long as that person, you know, like Sasha said, like what do she said for the white people, it go for you know the Asians, the um, you anybody, date Hispanic, Hispanic, you date, uh, Middle Eastern. Yeah. Mm-hmm, 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 go ahead. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We would be we would be naive as black women. I'm speaking of black women right now. We would be naive to think that our companion or our soulmate is necessarily. A black man, mm-hmm. even though that's probably what we've been taught. It's what's been ingrained black in love, us. Black love, black love, which I love. Black love, black love, black love, black and, love. And that's why I'm about to say about yeah. it. Because for being on this planet for 29 years, I personally have not felt a strong attraction to anybody other than black men. Right. Is it be is it because that's all we ever been around? No, because I grew up in a suburban area. Like my first boyfriend was white, and that's because oh, yeah, I forgot the school you went to. Yeah, I, I grew up in a suburban town, but I love black men. They get they get they get me going. I I I'm not gonna say I hate them. Nah, them niggas get on my nerves. I hate them sometimes. I hate them sometimes. I'm not gonna count out other races. No, it would be nice to have a black. <laughs> It'd be nice, you know. But I know what. I know what makes my blood tick. I know what gets me going. I know what I want and see myself with. And it's not for not other races. I've had Spanish men hit on me. I've had white men hit on me. Never had an Asian guy hit on me. Never really had a Middle Eastern guy hit on me. But I've had white and Spanish guys hit on me. And it's done nothing for me. Spanish, maybe. But um, Spanish that damn near passed for, you know, like... But they got it. They got it. Let me tell you something. <laughs> and I said, and I said this, and then I was, my, I was talking to this with my sister, and she was like, like, might have to jump outside the race. Like, it is what it is. I ain't gonna judge you for it. And then I was like, what about Spanish? She like, I honestly, maybe white would be a little bit better. Mm-hmm. I think that Spanish people can come off. In my experience, they can come off way more racist. Yes. Than white people. Yes. And I'm, that's my experience. And I said what I said. Mm-hmm. That's not to say that I don't love their culture, don't love their food, don't love their music. The ones that are really allies, they really are allies. They understand black and brown. But the ones that want to pass for white, don't even want to be associated mm-hmm. with anything other than white. They think they're more white than white people. That's a type of conditioning that I will never tolerate. I feel very sad for people like that. There's literally, I know there's some Spanish people that they purposely would 
dye their children's hair and not speak, they wouldn't speak mm-hmm. Spanish around them because they wanted them to think that they were white. Mm-hmm. That's brainwashing. It's sad, it's what they were taught because they were taught to hate themselves. Like what some Spanish people, they are, were more offended with my skin color than I was. Mm-hmm. Why are you so black? Why are your grandmother's black? Your grandmother black like me, bitch. What are you talking about? Like I had neighbors, that were the Dominican neighbors that literally said that to me. Why are you so black? Look at your mother. <laughs> Dark as hell. And like, no, I, I Spanish. I know black. You black. You, <gasps> you black. You definitely, you, you want to die as poor. You, you might be more African than me, bro. Like, let's talk about it, but... I'm not, I'm not opposed to dating outside my race, but that attraction got to be, they got to slap the fuck out of me because I just like looking at black men. Mm-hmm. Who knows? Who knows where I'll end up, but I ain't never had nobody make my pussy jump like a black man. Mm-hmm. So, that's sad. <laughs> Might be my downfall too. But you're not, you're not, I don't you, fucking you're, know. You're not going to know. I don't know. I've seen some cute white boys. I've seen some cute, I've seen some gorgeous Spanish men. I've seen some gorgeous white boys. I've seen some, and not for saying nothing, I, maybe my circumstances, of my experience have, experiences have just been limited. But anytime they did, the, the couple of instances where somebody outside of my race has tried to talk to me, it's always been fetishy. Mm-hmm. Chocolate this, queen this. It sounds pandering. I'm not taking you serious at that point. <laughs> I got black men that do it too. My queen, my Nubian. Shut the, Shut fuck, the fuck up. up. I hate that. <laughs> I just really hate. Oh my god. I, I hate that. I really hate that. Like, don't pander to me. And I'm like, hey, queen. Okay. Your chocolate skin. That I literally, I've given a white guy my number before, and I just couldn't continue to text him. It was disgusting. That shit was whack. Chocolate. Don't. Good morning, chocolate queen, nothing. Don't fucking say that to me. Grand rising chocolate queen guy. Now I'm a chocolate muffin. I'm a fucking croissant. Like, no. The time is now. I say do whatever you want to do, baby. Love is love. I do agree with what Shorty said. Do not feel guilty for stepping outside of your race or culture. Mm -hmm. But do what you want to do, not what somebody's telling you to do. Go ahead, I'm listening. No, so we gonna move it on back to the east side. I ain't even know east side. This gas in my chest is Um, Let me see. Rerouting your nine to five work scheme. Because I do think work is a scheme. Yeah, yeah. Explain this. Hold on for a second. Um, I don't know. So basically, have you ever thought about, like, okay, say like you you make a business like pop, like it's popping, but if it pop pops, and you're noticing a revenue of like income where you could be like, okay, I'm rerouting my nine to five. I'm going to wheel it back where instead of a nine to five, it'll be like a a nine to 12 or something like that. Mm-hmm. Have you ever thought about like, cause I feel like I talk to Shamoy about this every other damn day. I feel like working work is a goddamn scheme. Like nine to five. I just hate it. I hate working. Do you hate working or do you hate the job that you're in? I hate, right work. I hate, work I just, I hate work. I, I just hate, I hate, I no, really there's hate, some people that don't like I the hate structure work. of work. I hate it. I, I, I don't like, 
I don't like being micromanaged. You know what I'm saying? I don't, you know what I'm saying? I don't like, I just, having to literally wake up, I just really hate having the same fucking routine every fucking day. Especially when it involves fucking work. I want to be able to be like, okay, I don't have to sit here and go to work from nine to five. If I want to sit here and work 20 hours a week, I can work fucking 20 hours a week. But then I would have to have something, you know, to be able to, you know, pick up what I'm chopping off or whatever. But I've really been thinking like what, you know what I'm saying? What I can really do to, you know, pop off. Like that's why I haven't done my thing that I want to do because I've really like been talking to my mom about how I can really like, you know, make it, good the first time so it could be something consistent that I could do it multiple times where I don't have to worry about having to go to work for fucking 40 hours a fucking week. I I hear you on it, but I don't know if this question I can necessarily answer. If my makeup, and I spoke to my sister about that, like pops off the way it pops off. Yes, I love the aspect of my side hustle and the creativity Mm -hmm. that comes with it, but I don't necessarily not like the structure of my job. Mm-hmm. I think if I didn't like the as like I don't like the aspect of doing something like you said in and out same routine, not seeing any growth with mm-hmm. it per se. But with the job that I have, it's high, it's extremely high stress, and when it goes, it fucking goes. Mm-hmm. But nothing is ever the same, mm-hmm. and I think it's in the realm that I work in. So. I hear it. What I have, and the thing is with me, if I decide to part, I can't part time my job. I can't reroute. I would have to quit. I don't have that luxury. So it's if my if my my music. Oh my god. Oh lord. I can say if my if my makeup was to pop off, pop off, I would have to come to the conclusion of literally choosing. Okay. If I'm going to stay at this nine to five, or if I'm going to take this whole creative business and run with it. Mm And that's why I keep it on a part-time level for now because I like that. I like that aspect because I I do, my job has different levels to it. There's days I hate that shit and there's days I'm like, damn, like I'm learning. This is Mm. different, but I get it. The structure of a nine to five ain't for everybody. That's why I think a lot of people, that's why there's such a fucking job shortage Mm. everywhere. People didn't have to go to work. They realized that they can make money through this. Mm -hmm. They can do this and they like entrepreneurship has gone through the roof. And I love that for people. You get a lot of shit done when you gotta go to fucking yeah, work. Yeah, you do. <laughs> you do. You do. On a personal level, yeah. to be content, you do. When you're not confined by a certain schedule and going into mm-hmm. an office to a certain extent, you get a lot of stuff done. That's why I kind of don't really... Do everything on the weekend yeah. to make sure you get this done. It's you just... get time to yourself. You get to create and, and put on a basis of what you really want to do on a personal level. Mm-hmm. And there's some people that just love that work structure. I don't like the people that shame people that want to go to work. I've been seeing a lot oh, of that. Yeah. I don't know if you Why the fuck you can't make a business because oh, I don't no. want to? Everybody's not a business person. Everybody's not a... I would say everybody... Everybody's a boss in their own way, but everybody doesn't want that responsibility. You don't, everybody doesn't everybody have to be a boss. fucking boss. They're, first of all, it's called support and you have... You're a worker or you work for somebody. That's the aspect of jobs. There's different tiers. There's different levels because everybody's personality is different on that that aspect not everybody's going to be a business owner not everybody's going to be a a exec an executive and even with those people they would be nothing without the people that they employ Mm -hmm. so i just the the entrepreneur the the nine to five shame i just be looking at it like y'all niggas is y'all wilding 
Y'all, this pandemic done slapped y'all on y'all asses. Y'all ain't had to go to work. And now y'all bugging. Y'all fucking busy. Y'all SD shots and pop, and now you're telling people what the fuck they did. Don't tell me that I should have took my stimulus to start a business. No. Who are you talking to? Fuck no. Who are you talking to? Mind your business. Like, what are you talking about? Invest, invest. Mind your business. We shoving it down people's throats, but what if I, if I had the aspect to reroute and I could make my nine to five more part time mm. and make my makeup more full time. I would love to have that that luxury, but I not for the line of work that I have, it wouldn't it wouldn't be feasible. But I tell you right now, you do whatever you have to do to make sure that you are good. I don't tell nobody mm. to quit their job without another job lined up. They ain't the way I'm set up. I don't work like I that. Hell, I would never. But if you see something more for yourself. And if you do not like the confines of a nine to five, run the fuck up out of there because mm-hmm. what you won't do is have a job deteriorate who you are mm-hmm. individually because that shit happens all the time. That should be real when motherfuckers be depressed because they hate their job. Mm-hmm. That shit's real. Like people be hate like they hate their work environment. I'm just trying to get my plan together. I really don't that's like. Listen, I don't it's like the steps it. taking forward. Mm-hmm. It's the steps taking forward, and it's a right now situation. Yeah, it's a right now. Is not going to be permanent, Mm-mm. especially because you have the ideas and you talk about it. You just got to execute it. Every day That's I open it. outlook, this is a scheme. The baby, hell yeah. You want to reroute that nine to five scheme? You want to turn that, that scheme into a dream? Go ahead and Ooh, do it. Scheme to a dream. Write that down. Okay. That's the thing. Okay. Um, does your significant other have to be, like, are you obligated to invite your significant other to every family function and holiday. No. Okay. But it depends on your relationship. <laughs> okay. Why do I always do that? Because no. you're not. No. 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 Okay. No. Not obligated. Now, I should will you, say this. Should you? And vice versa. Like, how would you feel if they, like. I ain't telling nobody to do nothing they don't want to do. Now. If this person realizes that they're not, they haven't met your mom, you, they did daddy don't know your name, mm-hmm. and it's different if, okay, let's put it like this. It's different if your significant other may not have the best relationship family-wise. Right. So it might be a little awkward or strained for them to sit there and invite you to certain functions because maybe one, they don't want to make you, you uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. They don't want to be uncomfortable. It's something that you guys definitely want to take some time to work out. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't believe that anybody's obligated to do anything that they don't they don't want to do. Mm-hmm. However, and this was something that kind of bothered me in my my last relationship. Mm-hmm. You're family oriented. You be around your family, even though you have issues with certain people mm-hmm. in your family. You go to family functions all the time. Mm-hmm. They see you. They know you. You have a good rapport with certain people in mm. your family. I wouldn't get invited. At all. Mm. Going on two years. Yeah, your mom knows who I am. Yeah, your dad probably seen me. He probably thinks I'm still the girl you're just fucking at mm. that point. But it's just like, I didn't get that. I didn't get that that, that gesture. Proper, interject, proper yeah, introduction. I I, and I don't know if it was an aspect of you don't want your family to be rude, but just check them. Mm-hmm. Um, you should allow at least allow me. I think you should at least, especially because I it like it's not that like you don't go around your family. You go around them all the time. Mm-hmm. No invites, cookouts, nothing. This, none of that. 
nothing. At least give me the the invitation if I say I don't feel like going or I don't feel comfortable. Mm-hmm. Like, let me experience that. Right. Let me know that for myself and then we can talk about it afterwards and let me know why they are the way they are. Mm-hmm. Warn me about certain things. I'm going to tell you about my family. Mm-hmm. And especially because I guess I, I, I get bothered by that because my family's so inviting mm-hmm. and they're warm. They make people feel good when they're when, when you come around that I can understand why certain people might want you to stay away from their family because some motherfuckers' families are very mean. Mm-hmm. I've seen it. They're not warm. They're not welcoming. They're rude as fuck. Mm-hmm. It's the truth. You might not want to put your your, your mans or your, your girl in that state, but you don't have to invite them to every family function and every holiday. Not every single one. And what if they can't come to every single one? I ain't going to be mad if you can't come. Mm-hmm. But no, you're not obligated to do shit you don't want to do. But don't get mad when somebody starts to ask certain questions. Mm-hmm. Like, does your mom know my name? <laughs> like, I don't need you to be friends with my family members. I don't need you to be friends with people. I just know my family. I know that when you come around, you're not going to want to go home. Mm-hmm. That's not for everybody, though. Right. So. It's interesting. Okay. They're not obligated to do anything they don't want to do. Whatever. Multi-dating versus an open relationship. <sighs> we kind of, we definitely touched... We definitely touched on this yesterday on um yeah on the Goodfellas podcast mm-hmm. Sunday mm-hmm. yeah but we didn't um we didn't really get in depth and I'm not gonna hold you multi dating so there's this girl I don't know her name and I don't want to mess it up but shout out to this uh, beautiful black queen <laughs> let me stop shout out to Shorty <laughs> she has a TikTok but she started on Instagram and she's I think she's 23 or 24 and she went viral on Twitter for putting out these TikTok videos about her going on dates and then going home to her boyfriend. That's the same girl? Yeah. That's the girl on TikTok. Oh! Yeah. Okay. Like the one with the three dates and shit? Yeah, and then somehow she made him the food or something. And then she's like, well, yeah. yeah, before I went on my third date, I made dinner for my man. Oh, yeah. Came home and my okay, man. I didn't know that was the same girl. Yeah, that's her. And what's his, what the fuck she said his name was? Snook or something. Snooty. Snooty. Snook. 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 That shit was Snook. funny. So, um, she's made my group chat a couple of times for different stuff. So we, shout out to Brienne. She found her YouTube video and I was looking at it and she, she's young, but she speaks from an old soul place. Mm-hmm. And she was talking about the aspects of being in a open relationship. And before she could even say that she was in an open relationship, she believes in the concept of multi-dating, dating multiple people, for me, I think she's I think she's hetero, heterosexual. Mm-hmm. She dates black men, dating multiple men until she has the ultimate ultimate commitment of marriage. Even in she has a significant other. His name's Snooks or whatever whatever she wants to call him. Um, he's her main, but she still dates and goes out with other people. I didn't get too far in the video to see if she's sexually active with other people. I didn't. But get I that know far she. Either. She dates other people and she put it out there on a rhetoric of a little bit of an old school rhetoric, but a nuance to benefit women. Like, I'm not about to sit here and limit myself in one set relationship and take myself fully off of the dating market when someone hasn't fully committed themselves to me. Mm -hmm. And she went into the aspect of thinking that people always ask her, well, how are you going to just practice monogamy? in a marriage when you're not practicing it in a relationship.
relationship setting. She's like, that's, she said, she said it was idiotic to her because you don't have to practice monogamy to know that monogamy works with you with somebody else. So she multi-dates and now she's transitioning from multi-dating into an open relationship. Mm -hmm. And we kind of touched about that um, on the other podcast that we were on, just like the aspects of maybe what, we've talked about it even on here before, what is, I don't, I don't want to say the proper way to date, but how should you date? Is there a benefit to multi-dating? Or when you date, should you date with the intention of being serious with one person at a time? Multi-dating is just, I feel like it's, you know, going on dates and there's no commitment. To me, that's multi-dating. Yeah. It's like I'm just, you know, going out on dates, you know what I'm saying? Like, because there's no, like, there's no commitment. You know what I'm saying? Y'all just, you know, enjoying, you know, each other's company and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, what was the other one? Because that's what she didn't make it seem like. I know when everybody hears open relationship, they just think, oh, everybody's fucking everybody. But there are different aspects to open relationships. And that's another thing. When you get, when, when you get into the deep-seatedness of monogamy, monogamish, swingers, open relationships, unconventional relationships mm-hmm. in a whole, everybody's definition is different. And it depends on what you're doing within, with your partner. Some people think like open relationships is just like sex. Some people think they mm-hmm. allow you to have dates. They allow you to flirt. Maybe it could just be hall passes throughout the relationship. Maybe swinging. Unconventional relationships. Not the norm of being with that person and being monogamous with them all the so time. So now, okay, so she in an open relationship with him. Mm-hmm. And she's dating. Yes. So I think I would think that he's dating too. I don't know. I'm, it kind of like, it kind of like confuse, like it kind of confuses me because it's like, so the people that you're dibbling, dabbling with, you don't have no, she don't have no commitment to them, the other people. I don't think so because when she talks about her guy, she talks about him in such a high regard. It kind like of she said like she's in love. Was, she literally but, says like, yeah, okay, I am but, in love with okay, this man, okay, but, that's what it was. I was watching it. It kind of like yeah. it kind of confused me because it's like to me, yeah, is if I'm in love with you and I love you, but I guess everybody's different. But if, mm-hmm. you know, if I like if if I'm in love with you, that means that she, I don't. You know what I'm saying there's no need. You know what I'm saying for you know what I'm saying for me to be in a. Seek out somebody. See, else. you know what I'm saying. Seek out somebody else. I, I don't, I don't get it. I mean, it, it kind of confused me. People, well, what I've heard from different people who practice unconventional relationships, it's not that they don't love the person that they're with. They just know that, and a lot of, and a lot of open relationships are based on a sexual appetite, mm-hmm. a sexual preference, having a, a want and a need mm-hmm. to be with other people. Um, that's why I'm saying I don't really know if she's on a basis where she's having sex with other people and just, or she's just dating other people. Like it's kind, it's, it's kind of. I weird. think it's like because she's like pretty much on the term. Well, I'm single until I'm married. There are people that truly believe that you cannot expect me to be fully committed to you unless there is paperwork involved. And I think she comes from that rhetoric. But so I'm gonna go out. I'm gonna have fun. I'm gonna keep my options open, even though you're my main person. And a lot, but then a lot of people they'll sit there and they'll be like, "Well, how are you building with somebody if you're giving 
time to other people. And then people in open relationships will counter that and be like, well, this is the most honest and the most open because to be in an open relationship, you have to be transparent with everything. It doesn't leave room mm-hmm. for you to sit there and lie to a lot of people. Because if, we, if we're honest, if we're honest, there have been maybe a situation where you might have really liked somebody, but you knew that you might have wanted to date other people. Or you might have liked two people at one time. Or they're... That's my head. Or, yeah, that's what I'm saying. It, it, really, it really is a testament to you knowing who you are as an individual. Because I get, like, I get, like, the multi-dating. I get what she's saying. I, I get the multi-dating because with one guy, y'all might, you know, if, you know, uh, watching, you know, true crime, you know what I'm saying? Like, y'all might have the, the enjoyment of watching, like, true crime TV, something like that. Mm-hmm. This other boy over here, y'all love, you know, going to, mu- you know, mu- museums and doing this and that with the other guy. So, you know, you're getting different things, you know, from different one people. person. So, it's like, is it that the snooks that she wish she loves him? Is he not giving her what? I don't know because then, it, and then you know what else it ties into? Like the Will and Jada thing. This is really confusing me. Because the Will and Jada thing, they spoke with Will Smith, if you guys don't know, which you do. Don't lie and say you don't. Um, they talked about them having unconventional marriage and then not um, Jada always wanting to not have the standards, I guess, of monogamy mm-hmm. to keep them in a prison, and then they have a relationship where they don't believe that they need to be completely and utterly embedded to one another. And I say they don't get married. Point. I just feel like they don't get married. I don't that know. Me, I'm, t- I'm just saying for me. I don't know. I cause mar- like I feel like marriage. I feel like a, even of a boyfriend girlfriend. I feel like that's a commitment still because you're still committing. You know what I'm saying. You're still committing to each other. It's just you haven't just signed papers and you haven't bought a ring. Mm -hmm. Mm Because, you know, you still, you know, in a relationship, like, your goal, you know, should not be, you know, like, infidelity. No, the goal is, is, you know. But then a lot of people with open relationships say that they don't have infidelity issues because everything is open. It's talked about and it's shared. I need to know, like, is is it because you're not, because you're not getting something from that person? I think they know that they're human and... And I can't speak to it, so I, I don't know what they what they. I need somebody in a relationship on here. I need to understand. I, I want to get it. I it saw in my head. I saw another. I listened to another podcast with this girl, and she was like, "Um, she's polyamorous, mm-hmm. so she doesn't have. She cannot find. She likes the aspect of being with a multitude of people. She doesn't have one significant other, but she has." main people that she deals with because like you had said before they all give her something that one person cannot mm-hmm. and a lot of people would contest that and be like well are you gonna allow them to give you that um all those things or well you need to learn how to compromise if somebody can't give you everything and she's like no i don't want to mm-hmm. that's hard troy tom and Derek. that's a lot though yeah troy tom and Derek each fulfill something in me that all together they all cannot Mm-hmm. And I'm happy with that. I don't have to necessarily commit to just one of them and I can have all of them. And whoever doesn't like the arrangement of that, they're free to walk away if they want to because there's no set commitment and they're allowed to multi-date as well. So she lives a polyamorous lifestyle. Um, then I listened to another podcast um, and this girl, hers is more on a swinger aspect with her, her mm-hmm. partner. She's and, But she's bisexual. So she likes... 
on a she loves men, loves black men, but she loves just having sex with black women. She doesn't necessarily need the she doesn't have the emotional aspect to be with a black woman, but she allows her partner because she likes the aspect of her partner being with other people too. That's a kink for them though. Mm. That's more in the sexual aspect. That's something it's completely it's open. <laughs> like the concept of it is just it's wild. It's open. But a lot of niggas giving mm. a lot of people give her flack because it's like yeah, nigga, you disrespectful, and Not why would you be going on dates? Okay with it. He's cool with it. She's like, why would I? Why would I allow somebody to take me off the market completely when I don't have an ultimate commitment? But and have, I but, know but that's you, where it gets tricky. It gets weird because it's like, okay, but you have to get. You know what I'm saying? Like it's. But her, but she's with that person. That's her commitment. She's with that man, but she dates. She dates other men. So if he would be like. Would you? Mi- I, I, I gotta finish watching it. I want to know. That's what I'm saying. Would you marry me? Right would you right be now? like, I'm yeah. done. Like I'm done. That's something I, I would like to know. That's something I would like to know because she's like, her her biggest thing is you don't have to practice monogamy to be monogamous in a I marriage. I feel like you do. I feel like it. I feel like it. I feel like you should at least be in that lane. Like you should at least be. You know what I'm saying? You be going. But maybe there. they're monogamous on the aspect of. Sexually, they're only with each other, but they do date and they like the aspect of maybe meeting new people. They like the aspect of not being afraid to flirt within their relationship. It's like monogamish is a term. I was watching a TED talk about it and it's like a lot of people think that uh, we've been taught and monogamy has been pushed on us because Mm -hmm. it's a societal norm. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people do like the structure of monogamy. There's some people that need that structure of family. Mm -hmm. One person, it gives them something to focus on. It gives them a goal to have and something to obtain and to keep Mm -hmm. going in their life. So monogamy is literally hell-bent for some people, but then there's a lot of people who try to subscribe to monogamy because that is what they've been taught and they know that's not what they want. Mm -hmm. I, me personally, I'd rather somebody tell me that I want something unconventional than to think that they need to be monogamous for me and then lie to their right. true selves. Because what you're not going to do is cheat on me. Mm-hmm. I'm not dealing with infidelity. Especially when I'm open-minded enough, I'm open-minded enough to have these type of conversations. I know there's some people who cannot bring their shit up to them. Mm-hmm. No, fuck you mean you want to have an open relationship? You want to cheat? No, I'm telling you I want right. to open things up. I want to be able to maybe have a hall pass. When I go on vacation, I want to be able to flirt and you don't be upset. This shit, I want to be able to maybe go on dates. Maybe you travel a lot and I want to be able to go on dates when you're out of town because I need a certain level of companionship and relationship and it doesn't necessarily have to be serious. When you're around, you are mine. I'm serious with you, but I would like the aspect of dating. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I've never been in it. I don't have the experience. I'm, I'm. When I tell you that I'm absolutely intrigued by the concept, I'm intrigued because I just want to know is unconventional dating. You're, you're. When she talks about like she's single until like she gets married, but how do you get to that married part? Is what I want to know. Is just how does she get to that married part? I don't know. I don't know. I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna see. I'm gonna, I'm gonna see. She has an Instagram. I'm gonna ask her. Yeah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna ask her. I want to. I'm gonna. I'm gonna finish watching the video, and if it doesn't answer my question, I'm gonna like politely, you know, like ask her, like, well, how do you? I'm gonna yeah, elaborate, please. Yeah, like, elaborate. How, she questions. How do oh, you yeah. get? How how you get to the point of marriage if there's no I've, full commitment, or if there is a full it. commitment, and y'all are just 
yeah. dating other people. people. I don't, I don't know because I did, I did kind of say in my mind once I get back into the aspect of really like after focusing on me and getting serious about maybe putting myself out there into the dating world, mm-hmm. I kind of want to try the aspect of multi dating. Mm-hmm. I don't want. I'm the type of person. I get real invested and put all my eggs in one basket because it's a little bit easier for me. Mm-hmm. But I want to step out of sight of that. Yeah. I want to date multiple people. I feel like you should people. be able to. I feel like everybody should yeah. be able to. I want to be able to date multiple people. Now, if I sit there and I end up liking somebody, I know me. I can be really focused and centered on one person. Mm-hmm. So that's how I know that I lean towards the aspects of monogamy. Mm-hmm. However, I would be lying to say that I haven't been in relationships and been attracted to other people. Of course. Or want to even not we're want human, to talk, we're, we're not want to talk to yeah, other people. Be, yeah, we're going to be. Yeah, we're going to be think about, somebody. but just don't like. Hmm. Mm. You never know. Mm. So we'll see. Everything's different. Different. Sasha's miscellaneous. Sasha's miscellaneous. Sasha's miscellaneous questions. Okay, y'all. Boom. I'm switching it up. I'm no longer putting miscellaneous question in the outline. I'm going to give you the basis of the question. And you just got to see what topic you're trying to answer the question on. All right. So this is what we got. We have a wedding question or we have a sex question. Wedding question. Wedding. Mm-hmm. Let's get to it. Boom, boom. Bam. I'm having a debate about wedding hairstyles. Do you think it's okay to ask bridesmaids with locks to put a wig over them or ask groom men with long hair to cut their hair or ask people with colored hair to dye their hair? And if it's a yes, why? If it's a no, why? Locks, I don't care. You could wear your locks. Yes. Men with long hair, I don't care as long as it's done. If you have long hair and you have it braided up, let it be nice. Just let it be neat. Mm-hmm. It don't bother me. Um for my wedding, I don't I don't want no red hair. Like my bridesmaids, I would prefer not like orange hair or red hair. I would prefer like I find that maroon. Black, brown. I find that maroon. You do? Yeah. I do. I got mad because one of the brides that I deal with this summer, like, was like, I don't want your hair to be orange in my wedding and I don't want to dye my hair for your wedding. Somebody was at orange hair? You did makeup? No. Uh, wedding on the next. I, I, I don't... I'm... I get it. I get it. But I'm not asking nobody to dye their hair. And I don't want nobody asking me to dye my hair. Now, say, like, if it was, like... No, I don't... I, don't, I just... I don't want no like no lime green hair. Like if you have a lime green wig on, you're taking that off. If you have a pink wig on, you're taking that off. If you have a red wig on, like okay, if you have like <laughs> it can't be no firecracker red. I don't want no bright ass McDonald Ronald McDonald red. But what if that's their natural hair color? Like what if I have a shortcut and my hair is red? Ronald McDonald? Yeah, what if I'm changing hair colors that day? Like I have a red but you said it's neat and nice. I if said locks and braids. Okay, but what if my red pixie cut is neat and nice? It, could, it could be a it could be a very dull red. What if I, I what if I don't but what if that don't look good on my skin tone? Then you could be an usher. I'm not ushering at your wedding. <laughs> so 
fuck you talking to? <laughs> so like platinum blonde. That's fine. But not red? Not it could be red, but not no not Ronald McDonald red. I get it. I get it. I get it on the bright aspect. I just don't. You're gonna be I the just, only bitch with a green wig on and a, oh. I would hope. Okay, green is green is kind of extreme. I will so say, I, I get why green would probably be like, like, come on, like, especially if it's a wig. That means you can take it off. You can switch the color. Like, it's like ugh. I've seen a wedding party. Everybody looked nice, and one of the bridesmaids, she had like an orange wig, and it just looked, it looked weird. Was the it did, bag, it did was not, the wig bad? No, it just it just did it just it was just like everything was flowing, and then oh. Here you go. Everybody talking about the girl with the orange hair, but not the bride. We talking about the bitch with the Ronald McDonald wig. And we talking the girl with the Nicki Minaj wig, but not the bride. And that's all everybody's gonna remember is the bitch. That's supposed to be the, Patty. And the green hair the, with the green hair and the wedding. I'm not asking nobody to switch their hair. I just don't want no I, just, I, don't I mean want if no you're bright, not looking at me, you're not looking at me. I don't I want no bright I don't want no bright I don't want no neon. I don't want no bright colors. Like I just don't. To me, it's well, not really elegant to me. Green and pink, I would ask you, can you <laughs> switch the color? Ronald, you you okay with Ronald McDonald red? I don't I don't see red as being bad. I know a lot of girls like literally dye their hair red, so I don't want to tell you to dye your hair a different color. I know people that like even with like ginger or blonde or That's highlights. Fine. There's some brides that don't even want highlights. They want everybody oh, with no. black hair. Mm-mm. That's fucked up. I'm not dying my hair black no. to you. I don't. What if I don't want to put chemicals in my hair? There, there's been there's been brides that ask their their bridesmaids to get perms. Mm-mm. Who the fuck are you talking to? And you not asking me to put a wig over my locks? One that doesn't always look right. I would never do that because right. to me, like, well, not to me. Locks are like no. Those are those are sentimental. That yeah. journey that's different. Like. I will never ask anybody to cover neon green. A ne- I'm not even gonna play myself. Neon green, neon pink, orange, orange. It depends because I really love not, ginger. That's fine, but not no like. Okay. Not no neon. Not no a neon orange. Ginger can be bright. Ginger's nice. Okay, so but I don't mind if you have no neon, no neon hair colors. No neon hair colors. Don't come. You can have no. A don't say no. You can have a burgundy. burgundy you can have burgundy a burgundy. burgundy. Nice. That's burgundy. fine. Oh, what about purple? There's some like deep burgundyish purple. That's I've fine. Had that before with a wig. Not bright though. I've even seen. I don't like, want no bright black. colors. That's no fine. bright colors. Don't do any neon greens. Don't do any. Don't do any neons. Don't do any neons. What about pastels? Is it gonna look right with the right color dress though? Is it gonna look right? Because every hair color dress. is not gonna look right with the dress. Like, at what the if end of the day, that's your not girl my has business. Like, like lavender highlights. Mm-hmm. Why like, would you have lavender highlights? Don't ever be nice to have lavender highlights. It'd be looking nice. It does. This don't come looking um like baby skits, and I'm fine. I mean, you if you what you're gonna do is look good. Just make sure it looks good with the dress. Like if if it doesn't look good with the like, especially the color I picked, then I feel like you know, be like, don't be considerate. dumb, be considerate. I ain't gonna be like, bitch, you can't be in my wedding if you don't switch your hair color. I mean, if you really adamant about this this green or purple, I'm just gonna advise the photographer to put you in the back of the pictures, and to mostly have you blocked. Then my pictures, I could do that. Yeah. Yeah, no, no bright colors like a neon green, neon pink. I feel like 
that's a little much for a wedding, especially if it's a wig. Like you don't, you know, you don't have to do that. You know, you could cover that up real quick. Mm-hmm. Like if somebody tells me, "Oh, can you do a black wig for my wedding?" Yeah, that's fine because I wear wigs. I don't have a problem with it. I'm not gonna tell nobody to cut their dreads off. That's wild. No, never. Are you fucking? I'm telling you to cut your locks. Never, never, but, never. Yeah, like orange is fine. Ginger, red, burgundy. I love a deep plum burgundy purple in here. Mm-hmm. It looks nice on certain people. Mm-hmm. So we'll see. That's all I got. <laughs> Episode 86 of our, is that of our yeah. Say What I Said podcast. Starring your girl Jazzy. You can follow me on Instagram at Jazzy, of course. And you can follow the podcast on Instagram at I Said What I Said. And make sure you like and subscribe to our YouTube. I Said What I Said Space Podcast. And you can follow me on IG at Coco the Don Dada. You can follow my makeup, my client makeup page at Coco Face Paint. You can also follow this beautiful podcast on Twitter at ISWIS Podcast. And go check out episode 77. 77 of the Goodfellas Podcast. Featuring us. Yours truly. Bye, y'all. Check it out. Bye.